am Dr. Renee Sunday, your favorite Southern girl. You are listening to Good Deeds Radio. You may be listening live or listening to our podcast or listening to our YouTube or just on social media or our website. We want to welcome, welcome you. The thing about it is we want to make sure we always give support and gratitude because you have made us what we are today. People know Good Deeds, radio, TV, and magazine all over the world, and we just thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Because you help us, we actually help you as well to shine your light to the world. And what your light is is your goals, your dreams, your passions, of course your destiny and purpose in life. Everyone has that. The thing about it is you have to be around like-minded people. You actually have to be around someone that will celebrate you, not tolerate you, okay? You've got to remember that. And I am so honored to be your host. I am Dr. Renee Sunday. So what we're going to do real quick, quickly, because we have a powerhouse today, this afternoon or morning, depending on where you are, because we want to learn some information. Always be teachable, and guess what? Always be coachable. That's what I keep at the forefront of everything I do and say. But the question for this session for Dr. Renee, the question quickly was, (laughs) Dr. Renee Sunday, we want to know with all the things you do from being uh, an anesthesiologist, Uh, board certified, I have to add, (laughs) and being a publisher, media personality, uh, a writer, best-selling author. How do you do all these things? I get questions like that a lot because people want to know, they have ideas, but people always want to know how to implement. And that's what we a lot of times don't do. And we have to have a mentor or coach to help us with that because a lot of times we go for the shining objects, if you will, and we don't actually continue out the task that we need to do. But the question I want to answer this way, how do I do everything? Well, first of all, <laughs> it's not about me. Uh, the thing about it, when you're in your passions and your purpose, what you have to realize is it's not about you. It's about helping somebody else walk out their destiny. It's about somebody else having a fulfilled and powerful life. If you have that, you actually have the drive, you have the energy, and you can always say, like I always say, what, don't stop. You got to get it, get it, right? But the key is after that, I do a lot of research. I'm very diligent in the things that I do, and I outsource a lot, and my team does a lot. It's just a, a, a generation of people that's in my family and people that's attracted to me they know that we're here to help somebody else. So that's why we do we do here at Good Deeds, the Sunday Foundation, all of that I'm associated with. And all the people that come in my circle and I try to be in their circle, we help each other. It's not about uh, one single person. It's about helping the village, helping everybody. And that's what we got to realize. Of course, the conversation went longer, but here on this segment, I got to get my guests on, right? Uh, and so we want to actually... Just leave it there. If you want to continue the conversation, always send in a question. Always actually be able to, to, to send us questions and things that you may not, you know, have an answer to or what's at the top of your mind, okay? Now, we want to – I'm just so excited we have Dr. Jacob Liberman here. He's an author. He's a developer. What I really like about a developer that actually has extended 
and all the way and, and really has done his diligence that it's FDA cleared medical device. But she's going to tell us more about it. I don't want to mess that up. But the thing what I really like, he says, your eyes, and we have two, right, <laughs> are the windows to our soul, okay? The key to seeing the light that expands your consciousness. You see what I'm saying? And he's going to explain, explain more of that because I know I'm not doing that justice whatsoever. And so we want to welcome, welcome none other than the amazing Dr. Jacob Lieberman. Are you there? I'm absolutely here, and uh, I am grateful to be here as well. Wow. Thank you so much, Dr. I, you know, I didn't do justice whatsoever. Please tell us a little bit more about yourself. <laughs> and the amazing things that's going on in your life. Uh, I was originally trained as an optometrist and a vision scientist uh, in the early 1970s, and I was involved very, very early on with helping people to prevent vision deterioration, to improve their ability to see and utilizing their vision so that they could learn more proficiently because the eyes guide every movement that the physical body makes. And so because I was uh, an eyeglass wearer at the time and I was aware that people's eyes seemed to get worse from year to year, after all, it's the biggest health epidemic in the world, I decided to experiment with myself and see what I could uncover about our eyes, uh, how they work. Are they the source of our seeing or is there something deeper within us that is experiencing this world that we live in? And how can the discovery of that change our life? And so what happened to me is in 1976, I had been wearing glasses for nine and a half years, and without them, I could basically just see the big E on the eye chart. So I needed my glasses for driving, for working with my patients, and so on. I was trying to implement different vision exercises, wearing reduced prescriptions, wearing my glasses less, all these different things to try to see, <clears throat> could I improve my eyesight naturally? And although I got some improvement, something miraculous happened in 1976. I was meditating one day, and somewhere in the midst of my meditation, all sense of self seemed to disappear. All I was aware of was that it felt as though I was observing myself in the room meditating. And in addition to that, everything was crystal clear. The mind was quiet. There were no questions about anything. When I opened up my eyes 20 minutes later, my eyesight was crystal clear. It was so profound that I drove to my office without my glasses on this particular Sunday, I checked my eyesight against multiple eye charts, and I was seeing 300% better. When I went to examine my eyes to try to determine what had occurred to my prescription, 
I, to my amazement, discovered that my eyes hadn't changed at all. They still showed that I was nearsighted and had a significant amount of astigmatism. And I didn't know how to make those two realities line up. How was it possible that I was seeing 300% better, better than 2020, and yet my eyes hadn't changed at all? And what I came to realize after years of experimentation is that we don't see with our eyes. Our eyes are only a small portion of this mechanism that allows us to perceive reality. Shakespeare said the eyes were the windows of the soul. Maybe they are the windows, but they are not the soul. And so for years, I spent searching for what is this place within us that is quiet and yet notices everything that's going on around us. I was amazed one day when I came across something that Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote. He said, there's an underlying principle which is the basis of everything. He then went on to say, it's a simple, quiet, undescribed, undescribable presence dwelling peacefully within us. What Emerson is saying is that there's some part of ourselves that's always noticing everything. And to make this easier for our listeners to understand, if everybody closes their eyes right now, they'll be aware of certain physical sensations. And if they continue noticing, they'll notice that they're aware of their mind thinking or they're aware of worry going on in the mind. What I came to realize from that very simple example is that we are not the activity going on in the mind. We are the observer of that activity. And that observer, from my direct experience, does not speak does not have a desire that things be this way or that way. It merely just is aware of everything. And I began to realize that that was the source of our seeing and that when we are seeing things as right or wrong, black or white, I like it this way, but I don't like it that way, we don't see very clearly. As an example, about 1,500 years ago, a Zen patriarch named Sengston wrote a magnificent piece where he speaks about this. And this is just a few lines of the first verse. He said, the great way is not difficult for those who have no preferences. He says, when love and hate are both absent, everything becomes clear and undisguised. Make the slightest distinction, however, and heaven and earth are set infinitely apart. If you wish to see the truth, hold no opinions for or against anything. Jesus described the same thing in different words in the Gospel of Thomas when he said, when you see up as down and down as up, when you see the outside and the inside the same, when you see a man as a woman and a woman as a man, 
then you shall enter the kingdom. And so what I came to realize is that Jesus and Sengston and Emerson were describing the same place. They were describing this silent observer within us that sees everything, but it doesn't see it from a point of view. It just sees it almost down the middle. It's unconditionally accepting. And that's the place that sees clearly. And I believe that's what Jesus was speaking about when he said, the truth shall set you free. And so this new book, Luminous Life, is about all the discoveries I made over the last 45 years and all of the contemporary research that I could find and direct experience to help people to see in a new way and to recognize fundamental truths, not just ideas that change, but fundamental truths about life that are continual, that don't change. They're just the foundations upon which we live. And uh, the book also explains how every function of our body is dependent upon light, literally dependent upon light, in the same way that every function of an animal's body and every function of a plant is dependent upon light. And the light is continually being picked up by all the trillions of cells within us because all of our cells have eyes that have the ability and respond to the energy of light. And that is what guides them so that the inside of our body is always orchestrating itself in order to be in the most beautiful and harmonious relationship with our life. So light is guiding every step of our life's journey and it's guiding all of the steps of our physiology so that we're one with life, so that we can experience uh, not only optimal health, but hopefully optimal contentment as well. Wow. That, that's life-changing, just what you've actually said already. Uh, but what I, I want to ask this question because a, a big concern now in society and the world in general is everybody is fast-paced, doctor. Um, we we fast-paced with restaurants. We fast-paced on the interstate. And our life is not at the dinner table like it used to be in the older days. Families are right. not together. Everybody's on some kind of device. How can we start having real conversations like you're having now and you do across the world of trying to, and I know your book does it wonderfully, how we can tap into that light so we can actually, and I'm a physician and I'm going to say it, how we can actually alleviate or prevent some of the problems we're having with our body because we don't perceive the light of what we have inside. We're so stressed out, I guess what I'm saying, that we can't even really appreciate how amazing our bodies are. You know something? Two terms that we often hear in the news is weapons of mass destruction and global warming. 
the technology that we have developed, even though it is miraculous in nature, altogether creates a field of weapons of mass distraction. And we are getting literally a global warning. And the global warning is that, you know, we talk about addiction to opiates and addiction to drugs and alcohol and so on. But by far, the biggest addiction that we have in the world right now is our addiction to technology. You cannot go anywhere where people are not looking at their iPhones, even in the middle of dinner, wherever you go. There are 7 billion people in the world, and there are almost 7 billion uh, cell uh, cell phones in the world as well. What I'm saying is that we are spending our life limiting our field of vision and our field of awareness to a little screen that's two inches by four inches in size. We cover our ears from hearing the birds and the wind and the sounds of nature, and we put earbuds in there so that all we hear is synthetically created music that isn't even created by instruments any longer. And what's happening is our bodies are receiving light energy, information, sound energy, conditioned air, and all of these things that over time anesthetize our ability to pick up the real guidance, the real information, the real essential knowledge that life is always giving us. You know, there's an animating force in this universe. Whether you call that force God or you look at it from a scientific perspective, you come up with exactly the same answer. The scientists say the foundation of reality, the energy underlying everything, is something called light. They say light is the energy from which all of life emerges. If you go to the spiritual literature, they speak of consciousness as being light. In the scientific community, what consciousness is, is called the hard problem. It's that which we have no idea how to answer. If you go to the Bible, the Bible speaks of the underlying source of everything as God. They say God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent, and then they go on to say God is light. If you speak to the physicist, then you say, can you describe the behavior of light? And they'll say, well, it's almost impossible to do that, but using different words, they will say to you, light behaves as if It is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. So no matter how you look at this, through the eyes of a spiritualist, through the eyes of religion, or through the eyes of science, you end up in the exact same place. Light is something that is fundamental to our essence. All matter is frozen light. And just like every function of a plant is dependent upon light, 
most of the energy that the body receives that allows our cells to create the ATP, the energy for their functioning uh, and all of the functions of the body, most of that energy, two-thirds of it, has to do with the ingestion of light, only one-third with the ingestion of food. So we have to recognize that we have to spend more time in nature. We're all normal, but we've all forgotten how to be natural. And when I say being natural, we have to be in harmony with Mother Nature in order to experience optimal health and happiness. And the reason we have most chronic illness today is because we are out of sync with the guidance of life. Let me see if I can explain. I live in Hawaii. If I get on a plane and I want to fly to New York, which is a six-hour time difference, when I get to New York, I will feel a little discombobulated because my body's biological clock is desynchronized. It's out of sync with nature's clock in New York City. I'll find myself going to the bathroom at times I normally don't, wanting to eat at times I normally don't, going to sleep in the middle of the day, waking up in the middle of the night. I may even feel so out of it that I may feel like I'm coming down with something. That condition is called jet lag. And thank God, over a matter of days, as our body gets adjusted to the light and dark cycle of where we are, our body resynchronizes. That's a fact, and that's an example of what it means to be out of sync. Most human beings are chronically jet-lagged, even though they've never gotten on a plane and traveled anywhere. And the reason is that they're living life according to their ideas and beliefs about life, rather than according to nature's principles. Most of the time, when light comes up in the morning, some part of us naturally wants to awaken, but another part of us wants to keep sleeping. Then we get up and we feel tired, so we jack ourselves up with coffee. There's nothing wrong with coffee. I'm just giving you an example. Then at the end of the day, we feel all stirred up, so we have a glass of wine to calm us down. Then at 9.30 at night, when it gets dark, and we start yawning, then we turn on our computers, which create a light that makes our body think it's daytime again. So we keep putting in information that tells our body that it is a different time than it actually is. And with every different time, there's a different physiological function. After a while, we totally are not in sync with nature and we get sick. As an example, shift workers that work at night has a much greater incidence of cancers, of certain cancers, than people that don't. It, people that are using their cell phones at night, not only it disrupts their sleep patterns, not only is their sleep less restful, but it impacts everything from glucose metabolism their ability to gain or lose weight, uh, their longevity, and everything else. 
So this addiction that we have to our devices is now making uh, the things that you spoke about, it's magnifying them even more. If you want to know the impact of this in real time, just look at what's going on in Washington, D.C. Just look at the total disruption that's going on in our government and how our government is relating to other governments and other people, and you will see in real time on a big screen the impact of what happens when we get totally out of touch with the heartbeat of life. So it's really important for us to remind each other by our lives, by the way we live our lives, what is truly essential. We need to spend more time sharing dinners, having conversations about what truly matters, life's most important questions. We need to have time to just sit outside and breathe and listen to the sound of the birds, things that we have forgotten about. So your message uh, is so important because these are the most important messages of life. Wow. That's so amazing. Dr. Jacob, uh, it, tell us a little bit about your medical device as much as you can share at this particular time because I know it's certain things you can say about it and, and disclose and some things you can't. <laughs> but, but well, the device... <laughs> The device that you speak of, uh, which is a device that uh, is is no longer in my hands as a company that manufactured it, uh, that device is called the iPort Vision Training System. And that device was designed to improve visual performance, to improve the way that our eyes work and so on. However, I have created many different devices and many different approaches. Um, I've created um, color therapy kits that are designed for people to use at home that help people to be in greater health and greater ease because what they do, they're not designed to fix conditions or to treat illness they're designed to expand our receptivity to the light spectrum. Why do I want to do that? Because I discovered 40 years ago that the light spectrum is made up of the colors of the rainbow. And what I uncovered years ago is people seem to be comfortable with certain colors and uncomfortable with others. And as I researched this for many, many years, over 40 now, I came to realize that the, the colors we're comfortable with relate to the experiences and people in life that we feel comfortable with. The colors we're uncomfortable with are vibrationally related to the experiences in life that we are yet not able to embrace. In other words, the experiences and people in life that trigger emotional reactivity within us catalyzing what we call stress those are the experiences or people that literally we're allergic to because we encounter them whether they're ex-husbands ex-wives ex-employers 
when we encounter these people or situations, something in this, in, in, inside of us just starts getting all tight, all anxious. <laughs> and so uh, I've created ways of working with color that people can use at home that can allow them to desensitize from these triggers so that they're more at ease. And when, they're more, when there is more ease, there's less dis-ease. And so people can find out about that if they want to go to my website, jacoblieberman.org. But essentially, the message I'm attempting to share is just what we have been speaking about. You know, how can we be an example of what we're speaking about? Our life needs to be our message. Not so much our words, but the way we live our lives, the way we treat each other, the way we care for each other. Those things are contagious. And if we each do our piece, we can begin to heal the world. Wow. Dr. Jacob Liberman, I would say, first of all, you make my job so easy because you have a calm voice. You actually already know <laughs> what a media personality person would act. So you just make my job so easy. So first of all, I want to thank you for that. But um, also we want to thank you for being in your purpose uh, because you have literally changed the world with your research, your experience you've had in your own life. And we thank you for that, and we thank you so much for being a guest here on Good Deeds Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Please know that um, without your good questions, good responses cannot come. So just as it takes two to tango, I'm glad we got a chance to dance today. Oh, I love it. I love it. And you're a great gentleman. Now, please, one more time, can you give us how we can contact you and support you as well? Sure. Um, My website is jacoblieberman.org. That's O-R-G. And my last name is spelled L-I-B as in boy, E-R-M-A-N. People there can find out about my books. And if they just tap on them, it will take them to Amazon or Barnes & Noble or their favorite bookstore where they can purchase it. If people are interested in this um, kit that I mentioned that uses uh, colored filters, there's a page called Books Plus. And if they go to that page, the kit is called the SRS3. Other than that, uh, and if people want to join our newsletter, they can sign up for that. We only send them out four times a year. And they're not marketing letters. We're not trying to sell you on stuff. We're just trying to share wisdom, the kind of wisdom that's healing. Wow, wow. Well, we actually will do that. And, and again, thank you so much for everything that you do in this world. Thank you so much, uh, And God bless you and all of your listeners. And again, thank you so much for blessing me and having me on the air today. Great. 
Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I know you have been filled and fulfilled <laughs> today. This is very powerful. We will have this replay up very shortly so you can share with your friends and family. You can download it on iTunes very shortly, and also it will be on YouTube, our website, social media. The thing that we really have talked about tonight, we need to stop being fast-paced. <laughs> we actually need to listen to our body. And you know I was – screaming on my end when we had, the conversation came up about the nature, because I love nature. I love just sitting out and experiencing what God has created. But you have to do that as well. Take charge of your life to be in charge of your life. You know, that was a double oxymoron, right? But the thing what I'm saying is have peace inside. The purpose that you are here on earth is very important to help somebody else. And if you actually want to be a guest on our platform, our Goodies Radio or TV, or even if you want to write an article with our magazine, you can do that. If you want to uh, participate in the advertising sponsorship and you can subscribe to the magazine or advertise with it, you can do that as well. We also have a publishing company, the Sunday Publishing Company, and the Sunday Foundation is a nonprofit organization that. It provides the things we take for granted, and just be honest, we do, food, clothing, and shelter. But we need to provide that to many, many people, and we have an educational piece and a mentorship, and we do supply scholarships. All of that information, you can hit a tab throughout our website, and the website is Renee, R-E-N-E-E, Sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y.com. And, of course, that's www.ReneeSunday.com. We want you to realize that you do have a calling. You do have a reason you were born. You're not a mistake. You gotta do the three things. You gotta believe, you gotta trust, and you gotta walk it out. This is Good Deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.